Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Gold Crushers. I'm super excited today to have my friend and the founder of Stein Wealth Management on the show. I think you're going to learn a lot. So Allison Stein is located in Scottsdale, Arizona, and she is the founder of Stein Wealth Management. And she's been a financial advisor for over a decade and holds the Certified Financial Planner Certification She was named a 2022 Most Admired Leader by the Phoenix Business Journal and in 2023 on the 100 Women to Know in America by the No Women. So she loves to give back. That's how I know that you're going to love this show. And she's super involved in the community, community. And that's how I actually met Allison. So Allison, I'm so excited to have you on the show and hear all about how you might help the listeners achieve their dreams. Thank you so much, Sarah. I am so excited to be here today. I love your podcast, and I hope that we can go through a few things that help your listeners. Um, you know, I'm all about giving back, building business, making it happen, and really pumped for this opportunity. Oh, I'm so excited to chat with you because I know that you are a wealth of knowledge, but I first want to start with your story because you are a certified financial planner and you went out on your own. Yep. So let's talk about that. How did we, how did this get started? Yes. Oh, I, I love this. So I started in the business right out of college and I always knew that I, I wanted to help people in some capacity. I always loved numbers and math. Um, so financial planning, it, it, it was the best of both worlds. I had the opportunity to incorporate working with people, helping them, um, but also my love for numbers and math and, and more of that analytical side. Um, so I spent about seven years with a bigger company and my industry is very male dominated. Um, I was the only female vice president in the Southwest. Um, our managers retreats, it was always me and a bunch of guys uh, keeping up with them. Um, and you know, nothing wrong with that. I, I, you know, I use that to my benefit and, um, having that experience, you know, I had to start somewhere. I had to build up my client base. I had to get licensed. I had to build up the experience and it was a pivotal year for me in 2020 pivotal year for, you know, the the world, a lot of things happened that year. Um, I got married March 7th. So a week Mm -hmm. before the world shut down. And um, during the pandemic, there was a a few months where I was starting to reflect. I was working these crazy long hours, um, like back-to-back meetings for 14 hours straight, no like time to run to the bathroom, like just, and I never realized that before, but the pandemic, um, you know, it helped me to to reflect on what I was doing, what I wanted for my future, Uh, being a newlywed, wanting to start a family one day realizing that this may not be the the um the best for me in the long term personally but also professionally i felt that i was ju- it was always just more 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 i had a thousand clients i had 20 advisors that i was managing i was spread so 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 thin i didn't have time for community involvement i didn't have time for mm-hmm. a personal life um was never home for dinner no time to work out 
Um, and your health is truly your wealth. I tell that to all of my clients. And so I, I realized the best way that I could serve my clients and, um, you know, serve myself and my future and my health was to step away and, and start my own company, um, mm-hmm. to be able to craft what my ideal client would look like and what my process is and, and to take things that I love being very organized mm-hmm. um, and very thorough when I'm meeting with somebody versus just rushing through and on to the next one. I wanted to, to have the, the time um, and the ability to be there for my clients. Prior, I was booked out for weeks on end. Um, it wasn't as easy for my clients to schedule meetings with me. Uh, I wanted to be available. I wanted to be attentive. I love educating and empowering my clients so that they can reach their financial goals, so that they can retire, so that they can send their kids to college or pay down this large debt or whatever that might be, grow their business. So it's it's been a, a wild past three years, um, yeah. but I, I, I feel so grateful and so blessed for so many reasons. Um, you know, being a business owner comes with its own ups and downs, but I now have the ability to, you know, work with clients how I choose, um, you know, I, and it's, it's all agnostic. They can be invested in anything. It's all the same to me versus before when you're with a larger firm, there's incentives to use their products you know, their, mm-hmm. their um, process and whatnot. And then it's also given me the time to structure my weeks so that I can mm-hmm. give back um, and be involved in the local community, which is something I'm very passionate about. So having those three buckets, you know, business, serving my clients, community involvement, serving others, and then having somewhat of a personal life, you know, having those date nights, um, yeah. you know, being able to, to live it up a little bit. Yeah. And and I love that you talked about really being able to choose your clients and decide who you wanted to work with. And I know in a conversation that we've had before, you really wanted to focus on working with people to build their wealth so that they were able to have, you know, many, many people don't have access to a, a certified financial planner or can't even get in the door because they're not at a certain level. So talk a little bit more about that. Like, how did you really find the people that you wanted to work with and craft your business so it was truly filling up your bucket? Yeah, I love that. It's a wonderful question. I wanted to be accessible. I didn't want to have these million dollar, you know, minimum thresholds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I took a, a moment to reflect on who I love working with. And mm-hmm. being in a male-dominated industry, there's not as many female financial planners. And so I do tend to work with a lot of females. Um, you know, a lot of them are married and I'm equally working with men, but, um, female business owners, I feel like I can relate with, you know, I I know the entrepreneurial roller coaster, um, you know, having that entrepreneurial spirit is something that I can connect with. So, um, you know, I took a chance to see who my top clients were, but also the people that I really, really enjoyed working with and how could I continue to uh, replicate that and bring in more people like that, that have these, these really big goals. And they have the drive to get there. And, um, you know, for example, maybe, um, you know, their line of work has nothing to do with finances, but if they have a good partner, they can build a plan in place to reduce their taxes, build up their assets, build their business, but also build their personal wealth so that they have even more compounding and growing for them. So, so they can have that comfortable retirement. So they can leave yeah. that legacy for others. Um, so it, it's been nice to be able to, to define that niche of who I love working with, but also who I can provide that value to. If you think of a, 
you know, a, a badass business owner. Um, maybe she's a mom. She's got a, a million things going on. She doesn't have the time to, to worry about her financial plan per se, or maybe not even want to um, yeah. you know, have that, that skill set or that desire to, to learn all the, the ins and the outs of investing and the stock market and whatnot. So being a true partner, when I work with a client, it is a continuous process. We're reviewing constantly whenever there's a need to make a change, at least annually, but sometimes that's quarterly. If there's a big financial change in their life, um, we want to adjust that financial plan. So the clients that I absolutely love working with are people that they want that true partner. They want somebody that can be there for them. Um, I get questions about all sorts of things, and I always want to be responsive and available, um, get back as soon as I possibly can. So they have that trusted partner. Your financial plan mm -hmm. is very personal, um, and, and it can be very overwhelming and stressful. Yeah. And so my goal is for my clients to feel comfortable, organized, content, know what they have in force, be able to sleep mm -hmm. well at night. You know, they're already stressed about so many things. Um, you know, life has, you know, all these curveballs it's throwing at you and, and all these obligations. And my, my goal and my hope is that I can remove some of that stress and that financial uncertainty. Mm. I love that. And I love how you talked about access because there's so many businesses that people just simply don't have access to. And once you get to that million, you may already have a little bit of a plan figured out. You need additional help, but you've already figured part of that out. So I love that you are trying to be accessible to others so they can get to those financial goals and benchmarks. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people, in my experience, you know, they they don't know what the first step is or mm -hmm. do I need a financial planner or is this going to be very expensive for me? And yeah. I always offer a no cost, no obligation, initial consultation. I want to learn a little bit about what their situation is, what their goals are. And I also want to use as a chance to explain what mm -hmm. is the process? How are financial planners compensated? Um, I don't charge to meet or build plans. I just work on mm -hmm. a fee-based, um, based off of their assets under management, generally mm -hmm. around 1%. So it is very accessible to be able to have a financial planner um, you know, at, and being a certified financial planner, I have a fiduciary duty to always act in their best interest. Mm -hmm. um, you know, anything I'm recommending, it has to be better off for them than mm -hmm. what they're currently doing. And so I know, you know, having that, that unknowing of, you know, what is this going to mm -hmm. look like for me? Is this going to be a big upfront cost or, mm -hmm. um, you know, what is the long-term implications of this? But when I have that chance to connect with someone and, and explain that process and answer all of their questions, I can hopefully put them at ease so they understand, you know, what, what the long-term looks like. And, you know, there's, there's no obligation to continue to work with me. It's I'm here if, if we, you know, have the need to work together and if not totally fine. So I want it to, you know, to be, you know, more accessible, more, um, more clarity around it and, yeah. and not make it so complicated. And not so scary. So many people are afraid yeah. of finances. They bury yeah. their head in the sand. They're like, I don't even want to look at it. Exactly. I know. I, I always see that. And, and we can get in ourselves into a rough situation. Um, you know, if, if we avoid that credit card or um, a lot of times spouses aren't as transparent as they should be, um, you know, there, there can be fear because sometimes we feel like we should be better off or we should have done X, Y, and Z, yeah. but I never want someone to feel that way. Let's assess yeah. where we are today and see what we can do moving forward. Um, you know, it always helps when we start younger and we have more time but it's never too early. It's never too late. Yeah. There's always something that we can do to help our future self just a little bit more 
but be able to enjoy today, you know, live in the present, mm-hmm. live comfortably within our means. But, you know, is there the ability to live off of 80% of my income and save 20% of it? Maybe there mm-hmm. isn't right now because we have children and we have high expenses, but what mm-hmm. can we save? Um, yeah. Maybe, you know, we need to reduce our lifestyle just a tad in a couple of areas, but I, I never want someone to feel super confined by a budget um, and not be able to live comfortably. But I also want people to have clarity to take the time to dive deep. Um, what's your cash flow? What's coming in? What's going out? Mm-hmm. Most of the times that I meet with someone um, and I'm asking them about their expenses, they'll give me a number, but then we'll go through and, and break it all down and it ends up being a lot more. So yeah. we want to make sure we know what's coming in, what's going out, what's left over. How can we adjust this? Um, so, you know, it's, it, it can be time consuming and people yeah. are busy. So having that partner to, to help you break it all down and see what you, what are some um, adjustments that might be beneficial for you or what you're doing right now? Is there something that's better from a tax standpoint mm-hmm. so that we're reducing our taxable income? We're paying less to Uncle Sam. We have to pay taxes, but we can be strategic how yeah. we go about that. We can defer some you know, we, we can use tax favored investments. There's some really fun planning that can take place that doesn't have to, to drastically change your lifestyle too much. Um, you know, we always want to have enough in, in the bank, enough of that emergency fund, but not too much because inflation, you know, a dollar today sitting in the bank is not going to be worth the same amount next year, 10 years mm-hmm. from now. So we want to make sure we put those hard earned dollars to work. We continue to build those, compound those, so that you have that flexibility down the road um, and you can you know, choose to stop working at some point um, or, or reduce your hours. A lot of business owners, yeah. it's, it can be hard to think of totally stepping away because this is something you're so passionate about, but being able to maybe build that succession plan. Um, a lot of times, you know, maybe it's a family yeah. business. How do we structure this um, from a legal standpoint and a financial standpoint to best benefit both of us? Um, I, I work with a lot of estate planning attorneys and CPAs, and if a client doesn't have one of those, I'll try to encourage them to build this team of professionals around them, again, to make sure that they're doing what they should be doing mm-hmm. to protect themselves, um, but also to, you know, let, let's pay less tax if we can, right? Yeah. Now, you recently made in 2020 the jump from working for, for somebody else. to working for yourself. And many of the listeners are sitting in their cube and they're dreaming of the day of making that leap. So talk a little bit about that journey. How has that been for you? And what would you advise others who are thinking about it to do? Yeah. uh, You know, it's, it's had its ups and downs most certainly. And I I wish that I could have started in this path, but you have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, like I mentioned, I had to build up a skill set. I started in the business at 21. Um, you know, I was really, really young. So for me to be able to start my business right away um, would have been a little bit more tricky. But when I when I got to the point where I felt like I, I had this skill set, um, you know, I'm, I'm always growing my skills and continuing my education because I think it's so important to always grow and, and build that. Um, but I knew that, that there would be a dip in income initially. I knew that I wouldn't have those, those benefits like the 401k and the health insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, I was recently married, so I could hop on my husband's health insurance. That was a nice benefit. But even not, you know, again, it, it's finding the resources out there. 
Um, you know, if you need to go to the marketplace and, and find a health insurance policy, but as a solopreneur or as a business owner, you can set up your own solo 401k, SEP IRA, and you can put so much more away and transitioning from W-2 to 1099. If you are a business owner, you have so many more deductions from a tax mm -hmm. standpoint. So even though you may be taking in a little bit more upfront in the initial years, you're maybe not paying as much in tax. So, um, you know, I wanted to make sure I had enough savings built up to help with the transition period. I knew that I had clients that were going to come over with me right away. I did have a one year time frame that I couldn't reach out to my old book of business. Uh, but after that one year, and it was COVID that, that flew by, I was able to then reach out and explain that I had gone independent, um, and that I was still able to serve them, and I had even more um, opportunity to, to help them. So um, I would say, you know, put get, get your plan in order, take the time. Um, it's, you know, it's never going to be the perfect moment. Um, there's always a reason, you know, maybe to stay in that more comfortable position. You want to make sure from a financial standpoint that you'll be okay. Um, so maybe meet with your financial planner and talk through, you know, is, is this crazy? What is this going to look like? Um, try to project out. Um, I know it's hard to know what what you know clients will have or what income will bring in. But I would say try to get as organized as possible. But it's it's going to be different. It's going to be scary. But um, that's you know that's the fun of it. But that's also the exciting part is you can build something on your own. Mm -hmm. And I've found that it's a lot easier for me to build a personal and professional brand when I'm branding Stein Wealth Management versus just you know Allison Stein, a part of XYZ. Yeah. And I've also found that I've become a lot more referable. Clients had respected that I had decided to go out on my own. Um, they had worked with me for a while already, and I had built that trust. So businesses will differ, um, you know, but in, in my line of work, I felt like I had the relationships and the skill set. I knew that there would be stuff I'd have to figure out and learn. But the number one thing I would say is find someone that's already done it, uh, maybe a mentor or someone that's done something similar, people are really willing to help. I've met mm -hmm. women that are, you know, three, five, 10 years ahead of me doing similar things. And I've, you know, kind of tried to, to build a mentor mentee relationship of, Hey, what are five things you would have done differently in your first six months? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like jotting everything down and, and trying to, um, you know, take that um, advice and implement it myself. So people are very willing to help. So I'd say, you know, review, organize, build a good solid team around you, the relationships, the support you need from a client standpoint, but also from a community standpoint, and then mentorship, um, you know, speak with someone that's done something similar that you are hoping to emulate in some capacity and see if, if they can provide advice to you. Um, use your resources and, and, you know, people are usually pretty willing to help. Um, yeah. they, they love to give back in my experience. So use that to, to your benefit. Yeah. I love that you brought up that people are so willing to help because that's, that was my experience as well. When I first set up my business, there were so many people who were like, how can I help you with this? And how can I help you with that? And many people start businesses because they like what they're doing. Like for you to be planning financial planning. And then they find out, oh, there's like 15 other things that go along with having a business. So creating that network really helped me in order to get those things set up so that they can maybe run themselves or I could outsource them the things that I maybe didn't enjoy as much. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yes. When you can delegate, um, when you can build a team, you know, maybe it's having a bookkeeper or, you know, finding a really good CPI mm-hmm. or just having that support of, of others that are going to motivate you, that are, that are going to help hold you accountable. That's a big thing too. If, if you're going out on your own, you're not going to have those like weekly check-ins with your mm-hmm. boss. You need to have, you know, a time to review your business plan and to, you know, to stay on top of what your goals are. Yeah. It helps me to work with a business coach to map out my strategic plan. This is what I want to focus on in quarter one, two, three, four. But it's so important to find like a group of accountability. Maybe it's other business owners, um, just like, you know, having a gym buddy. It's so much easier to show up to that workout class if you know someone else is waiting there and for you to, you know, show up and, and, um, you know, stick to what you said you were going to do. So having that accountability in whatever capacity is good for you. I set a time in my calendar, 30 minutes every Friday morning to review my business plan and to see what I need to do differently or what I want to focus on in the coming weeks. So um, it, it, that is a big thing I would say too, was a difference for me is finding accountability partners, trying to hold myself accountable, but I do better when I have other people that, that kind of, yeah. You know, check in and make sure it's happening. Yeah. And that Friday morning meeting is a great idea because it's super easy. It sets your, it sets your last day up for success. And then it really determines what you're going to do in the next week. So I love that idea of every Friday, having a little check-in with yourself. If you can find some accountability partners, that's a great time to do that as well. Yes. Yeah. I, I used to do it on Mondays and then I was not sticking to it. So I, I, I moved it to Friday and it's been yeah. a little bit better. I, I tend not to do as many client meetings um, on Friday. So it's a, like a yeah. kind of just a, a catch up and prepare and um, organize day. So it's, it's been good for me to, to have that little reminder. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, find others that are going to hold you accountable and are going to help you to achieve those goals that you totally can, can achieve and crush. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of those, that compound effect, those continuous steps towards that goal, just a little bit better every single day. And we can see that, that large, you know, change and increase over the longer term. Yeah. And this conversation has been eye-opening and I think there are many people listening who are probably like, oh, I need to get a financial planner because I didn't think I would have access to a financial planner. So if somebody wanted to work with you, how could they find you and what might they expect? Yeah. So steinwealthmanagement.com is my website. I have a lot of resources on there. Um, Like I said, a complimentary initial consultation. If someone just wants to learn more, there's no cost, no obligation. I love helping people. So if in that meeting, you know, it's not the right fit or not a good time to move forward, I still provide a lot of resources and, and tips to help you set some goals for your financial plan. Um, you can follow me on, on um, I have a business page on Facebook and on Instagram. They're all Stein, S-T-I-N-E, Wealth Management. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really active in their community, out and about. I'd love to connect with local people, grab a cup of coffee. I'm always trying to connect others too. Um, I know a lot of other awesome, badass, you know, local business owners. So I'm referring out all of the time too. Um, so if people need contacts for, for anything. I, I just love to be a resource and love to help. And when it comes to financial planning, um, you know, just take that first step. I know it's scary, um, mm-hmm. but if, if you are looking for a partner of someone that can, can help walk you through it, someone that you can hopefully build trust with, 
and um, create that plan for your future. I would love to be able to help in any capacity that I can. And, um, you know, if you're not ready for that just yet, maybe take an afternoon to, to look through your budget, put out some goals for yourself. I have some clients that do like a monthly finance meeting with their spouse and just check in like, you know, how is our spending? We're working towards this goal. Can we afford this vacation? So mm-hmm. talking about it a little bit more and, um, you know, spending a little bit of time here and there, just checking in. Um, yeah. I would say that, that that is a wonderful initial step. And then, like I said, if you'd like to reach out to me, if you go to my website, there's um, several different places that it says schedule, but you can schedule that no cost, no obligation initial consultation with me. It's 30 minutes, um, you know, virtual or in person. My office is in South Scottsdale. Um, But yeah, I would love to help if there's truly anything that I can do from a support standpoint. Um, We we need more of these ambitious women out there and, and men too, but um, you know, making it happen, starting those small businesses. The greater Phoenix area has so much opportunity. It is obviously a, a big town, but if you start getting out there, you start connecting, you kind of get that small town vibe. People yeah. are only a few connections away. And uh, from my experience, a lot of people are truly willing to help you and whatever that might look like. So um, I encourage you to to make that leap of faith. I know it's scary, but it is very rewarding. And, um, you know, like I said, there's so many resources out there. I'm truly blessed. These past three years have been great for me and I'm very excited to see what's to come. Mm -hmm. I love it. You know, I always say this about Phoenix because I've lived in a lot of big cities that it is the biggest small town I've ever lived in. People are so connected. Yeah. That's a great way to explain it. Yeah. Well, I've just loved having you on the show. And I know many people are out there struggling alone with their finances or trying to figure out how to get out of their nine to five. And it's really time to move forward with your goals. So get some help. Allison's here. I hope you reach out to her. And Allison, thank you so much for being on the show. I just loved having you and Love your energy and everything you're doing out there to help people achieve their dreams. Thank you so much, Sarah. That flew by. That was awesome. I'm very grateful for this opportunity. And thank you to all the listeners out there. Uh, All right, everyone. It's time to crush your goals and everything that gets in the way. So you do not have to work double time. So let's get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.